Once again, you found the SIFT podcast, Save It for the Podcast. This week, um, we break down the AFC East. This is our first football podcast. I bring in the mayor, um, and we talk about fantasy sleepers and the like. Enjoy. Welcome to the first ever SIFT football show. Uh, today I am joined by the mayor. Uh, hello, mayor. Hi, I'm the mayor, longtime football fan. You can follow me Twitter at 49ers Gators. The professor and I go way back to the days we worked at Domino's Pizza. Download the Domino's Pizza app today. Order pizza for contact delivery or curbside pickup. Track your pizza delivery on the Domino's Pizza Tracker and even get an alert when the delivery is two minutes away. Place your order today. The professor and I have talked about a podcast for about a decade now, and we finally got around to it. Yeah, and I wish we were getting paid for that. Um, All right, so on the show today, uh, we're going to talk about the AFC East, uh, talk about the number of wins for each team, talk about each team specifically. Then we'll dive into some fantasy sleepers in the AFC East. And finally, um, we'll do a smoke alarm slash bold prediction with a little trivia thrown in at the end. Um, So let's go ahead and get started. This makes football feel real, uh, even though it's not even real yet. Uh, But we'll see. Uh, I'm very optimistic. Um, AFC East, uh, the first team I'd like to talk about, Mayor, is... um, the team from Miami, the Miami Dolphins. What do you think about the Dolphins this year? Yeah, the Dolphins have second-year coach Brian Flores. They, you know, they don't have any really home summer games this time in the early season, so they're not going to have that home field advantage with that Florida Heat. They've got a lot of draft picks in the next two seasons, and they're only looking to improve and move upward. But I see them having a pretty tough season, finishing out about six and ten. All right, that's pretty close to what I have. I have them going 5-11. and 11. Um, A lot of it hinges to me. A lot of it hinges on how they start. Um, if they start with Fitzpatrick at QB, which I think is what they're probably going to do, um, seeing as they're not going to have a preseason. Um, you know, I can see them losing the first three, four, five games. They play at New England. They play at San Francisco. Um, if they lose four or five in a row, I, I think you're going to see Tua sooner rather than later. And that might be enough to get them a few wins. But like I said, I got them going five and 11, uh, similar to what you've got at six and 10. Yeah, absolute growing pains on the team all, all the way around. And they're going to struggle to find their way until maybe Tua gets his feet wet a little bit, like you said. And I think they will you know, be looking forward to next season by the way this season's over. Yeah, I think that, though, the uh, one thing that uh, I think that their their coach is pretty solid. I think their defense is pretty solid. Um, But I don't know, you know, the the combination of Fitzpatrick and Tua. I'm not sure, uh, you know, first-year quarterback and the veteran, um, you know, they're just probably not going to have the offense to keep up with some of those teams they're going to have to play this year. Um, they actually don't have a tough schedule. 
Um, but I, I did mention a few teams that I think, you know, where they're going to have to travel to and probably going to start off pretty slow. Um, all right, so let's move on to the next team. The next team I have uh, listed here is the Pats. Mayor, what do you think about the Pats this year? Well, I mean, obviously they had those major key departures in Tom Brady and you know, there seems to be they've lost their coaching staff who's now head coaches in other places. And Bill Belichick seems to just keep chugging along. I see them having a pretty good season regard in respects to who they have to play. A 10 and 6 is on their horizon. And if Cam Newton can come out, you know, pretty healthy and perform, they may, they may surprise everybody even more than that. But again, very similar. Just one one game off from from what I have. Uh, I have them going nine and seven, um, with a a pretty uh, inconsistent year. Um, you know, they're they have uh, some some tough teams on the schedule. They got to go at Kansas City. Um, they have to play San Francisco, the two the two Super Bowl teams. So um, that's not going to be easy. Uh, and I think they're going to probably look to install a, a you know the the Baltimore style offense with with Cam Newton um getting him you know out and running and getting the ball to the tight ends and getting the ball out quick uh I don't know how that's going to work out but um it'll be interesting to watch um all right so let's move on to uh so again I had the Pats at 9 and 7 you had them at 10 and 6 Um, let's move on to the Buffalo Bills. What do you think about the Bills this year? Well, the Bills, they, they're definitely under Sean McDermott. They're definitely doing a little bit better. Their defense is going to absolutely hold them in a lot of football games, but again, just not having that offense to be able to keep up with some of the teams in the division and even some of those tougher opponents playing the AFC West, like you said, in the NFC West, there's a lot of high scoring, high powered offenses in those two divisions and I see them having a season coming somewhere around six and 10. Wow. All right. So we're way far apart on this one. I've got the bills going uh, 11 and five this year. Um, I, I really like them, uh, especially their schedule early on. They play um, the jets. They play the dolphins. They go, uh, they get the Rams at home. Um, they play the Raiders. Uh, Tennessee, really their first big, tough uh, matchup, and that's not until week five. So, um, you know, I could be off on that. I really think 11-5 and five is about right, um, but we'll see. And I, I agree with you, uh, Sean McDermott has, has shown uh, that he can really take the team places. Uh, and, uh, and, again, I also agree with you on Josh Allen. Um it's going to be interesting to see. Um, we'll talk about him a little bit later. Um, but <clears throat> I think that uh, offensively, if they can be consistent, then I think they could go 11-5. and five. All right, let's move on to the last team in the AFC East. Uh, last and least, maybe. You know, <clears throat> uh, the New York Jets. What do you think about the Jets this year? Well, well, the Jets don't have a lot of things going for them this year. They they have Sam Darnold, who has still struggled to really find an offensive tune or coaches that can kind of really get him in the right type of scheme and where they can really score some points. Their defense is just not not good, and I see them having a really bad season coming around four and twelve. 
All right, again, we're one game uh, off. I have them going 3-13, and 13, even worse than what you've got them um, at. And I, I think I look at their schedule. I think it's tough. I mean, obviously, they have to play in their division, you know, Buffalo, New England, uh, and they'll probably not even sweep Miami. I, I think they'll probably lose a lot of their divisional games. But then they also have to play San Francisco. Um, they also have... KC, just like everybody else in the AFC East. Um, and, you know, those are going to be uh, losses for them, for sure. Um, so I, I have them at 3-13. and 13. Um, So uh, let's just tie this up. Um, you, you have the the Pats winning the division? Yes, at 10-6. and six, That is correct. All right, so I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking the Bills to win the division. Uh, the Patriots could be in the running for a wild card, although I really doubt it. If they're nine and seven, that's probably not going to be good enough in the AFC. Um, but who knows? Maybe they'll surprise me. All right. So uh, the next uh, thing we're going to talk about is fantasy sleepers from the AFC East. And we'll do that right after this break. All right. We're back with uh, AFC East. Uh, we're going to talk about some sleepers, some fantasy sleepers. So we're getting outside of real football and into fantasy. These are players that you um, probably won't be drafting, but you might want to look at in free agency or very, very late rounds. Um, So who do you got? Who are your uh, two or three favorite uh, fantasy sleepers from the AFC East? So, I mean, this particular person, he may be draftable, but definitely a late rounder. Matt Breda, the new with the Miami Dolphins, he's on a one-year deal. He's definitely looking to prove that he deserves a multi-year deal. And he went from a situation where he was the fourth option on a really good running football team to possibly being the team leader in rushing, adding in the possibility of some catch and run. He is a solid RB2 that should be locked up late in rounds for this season. All right. I like that pick. Um, who else do you have as a fantasy sleeper this year from the East? So Marquise Lee, I think with the new England Patriots now, you know, he has always gotten basically garbage stats when he played with the Jags late catches in the one playing from behind. I think with the healthy Cam Newton, Josh McDaniels scheming this offense, I think he's going to have the ability to produce one of the, um, best statistical seasons he's had. Definitely more on the upside in the upcoming season. All right. Um, so I have a question for you. Who do yeah. you think is going to get – who's the first Miami Dolphin that you think will be drafted in most fantasy leagues? Well, I, I think some people are going to – you know, that's going to be – you know, Devontae Parker, I don't think he's even there anymore. And, no, he is. He is. Well, you know, he he's always going to be a solid. He's always going to be a solid wide receiver. Put up good numbers. Um, Fitzpatrick, you know, he could be somebody stab at a stab at a quarterback for you know that Fitz magic that happens two or three weeks a season. But I don't know if there's really going to be that person that we have to run out and get that's a Miami Dolphin just because he's available. Um, I think. Uh, I'm just going to go contrary here. I think um, I think Tua is going to go really early, not not top three, four rounds, but I, I could see somebody grabbing him fifth, sixth round, which in my opinion is a huge mistake. But 
Um, just for the excitement factor, people who are Dolphins fans, I know we got a couple in our league uh, that might go uh, to a pretty early. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't see a lot of Dolphins getting drafted. Um, but uh, yeah, Devontae Parker, probably the best, uh, least risky option. Um, my sleepers go. We have another Dolphins wide receiver, Albert Wilson, who really uh, uh, splashed last year when he got opportunities. Um, uh, not a guy I necessarily would draft outside of maybe the last round or so. Uh, probably pick him up in free agency to stash on the bench after the draft. But um, I, I think he could be interesting, especially uh, once Tua gets in there. Um he may be a very interesting uh, wide receiver three type of player this year. Um, and then uh, my other sleeper um, uh, for the Bills is he's the uh, uh, backup running back, Zach Moss, um, lining up behind Devin Singletary. Um, he's going to be the guy that gets the goal line uh, touches most likely. Um so, again, not a guy I would draft, but uh, I would keep an eye on him. Um, I really have a, a bill as well, Cole Beasley. In a second year at Buffalo, you know, I think with having a lot of receptions, the Bills defense going to keep them in all the games. Cole will be a solid PPR sleeper that should be considered with all the big names off the board and the benefit of playing the AFC East in six of his games. He's going to get a lot of garbage time stats this year. As for the Jets, I really just have no sleeper because I think they are just going to have a very, very difficult year, and I don't know about you. Oh, I, so I do have a Jet I'm going to mention in a second. I, I just want to mention my, my Pats uh, sleeper. Uh, I think with them going more towards a Baltimore style, now, well, Cam Newton is not Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to try to do something similar to that offense. And so I can see a, a tight end maybe breaking out um, for the – and that would probably be Devin Asiasi, who uh, was drafted in the third round this year. I can see them going a lot of two or three tight end sets. They obviously love to do that before, um, and they just haven't had the tight ends to do that lately, but I think they've got them now. So, um, again, not a, not a guy to draft, but a guy to keep an eye on. And then um, – <clears throat> For my Jets sleeper, I have uh, two words, Frank Gore. And that sounds the smoke alarm. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our last, uh, our last, uh, our second to last segment um, right after this break. All right, so here we are. Um, with uh, the third segment, um, the, the smoke alarm. And, Mayor, I'm going to let you explain what we mean by smoke alarm. So, yeah, the smoke alarm is kind of like, as everyone would refer to as the hot seat, just something is going on. You know, there, there's an alert. You guys need to be aware that there is a situation developing, and that is kind of the smoke alarm idea. All right, so who did you uh, select for your smoke alarm? Well, honestly, I my my smoke alarm is the New York Jets organization entirely. You're a total dumpster fire. 
From all the allegations thrown in your mascot, Woody Johnson, to the coach, Adam Gase, who is 31st in rushing yards and touchdowns and 27th in passing yards and touchdowns. You, you, you claim to be some kind of offensive guru when your claim to fame was Peyton Manning. And then you decide that Joe Flacco is going to help. Just use the 49ers playbook from the 2000s. Hand the ball to Gore three times, then punt. No wonder Jamal Adams wants to be traded. You're going to make firemen ad retire again. How about you? What's your smoke alarm? Uh, so I, I selected Josh Allen, the quarterback from the Bills, um, because this is really his time to step up. That whole offense needs to be good this year, or at least consistent. Um, this is their time to grab the division uh, away from the Patriots. Um, and if not now, then when? Uh, so I really think Josh Allen, well, I'm not, I'm not saying he'll be cut if he's not good, but this is his time to prove that, um, you know, he can be that consistent quarterback that, that passes, that runs, that makes all the plays. Um, so m- my smoke alarm is Josh Allen. Um, but I have another Josh uh, that I wanted to ask you about, Josh McDaniels. What do you think is going to happen uh, after this season with Josh McDaniels? Uh, you know, he's either waiting for, like, his his perfect role to open up or he truly is the man waiting in the shadows behind Belichick because he's had, since he's the second go-around, he's pretty much had any every interview and he's probably could have had any job he wanted. But so far he's declined and he's still in New England. There's got to be a reason for that. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I assume that he's just kind of uh, waiting in the wings. Um, because he did try his hand at the head coaching gig before. Um, and like you said, he could have probably had any job. Um, all the jobs out there, you know, I was looking through all these coaching jobs. There's not really going to be anything available, um, even if, uh, you know, some of the teams have terrible, disappointing seasons. Um, you know, the coaches have, uh, you know, one-year, two-year contracts. They're, they're um, very recent hires. So, um I don't see a job opening up for him next year, but I'm just curious. So if the Cam Newton thing doesn't quite work, um, the Patriots have a losing season. It'd be very interesting to see if um, Josh McDaniels is still there. Um, I'm going to assume he is, but I just thought that was an interesting smoke alarm, something to keep an eye on. What about your bold prediction, Mayor? So for my bold prediction – I'm going to say for the first time in the Bill Belichick era, the Patriots are going to lose in back-to-back games in the wild card round. Yeah, so you have them actually uh, winning the division and losing in the first round of the playoffs, yes. Do you have a bold enough prediction uh, to say who they're going to lose to? Well, that would be a AFC. that would be an AFC wild card team that would march into – you know, Foxborough and beat them in January again, you know, so there's just, there's so many good teams, so much good talent right now that they're not going to have the um, offensive firepower more likely or the defense really to, to really win. And it, it could just really be anybody, but more, maybe I'll hold that for another episode. All right. So my prediction was that Tua will not be the rookie of the year. Um, a lot of people, uh, especially Dolphins fans banking on him being um, the next best thing. Um, and he may be, but I don't see it happening this year. 
um, and I, I see uh, other yeah. other strong possibilities, um, and we'll talk about those when we get to the other divisions. You know, you uh, said you opinion. said it yourself. You know, he's a good sleeper, but I everyone's banking that he is going to be the guy in Miami. But it's just going to take a little bit of time with all those draft picks they have upcoming. They're going to just start drafting offensive linemen, or they should. And you know, he's going to be a really solid quarterback in two or three years. All right, good. So we'll take a short break, and we'll move on to our bonus segment, the trivia questions. Right after this. All right, so we're back, and we have the bonus uh, segment here, trivia questions. Mayor, I'll let you go first. So this is going to kind of make you dig into your um, memory bank a little bit. But who is the last player not named Tom Brady in the AFC East to win a league MVP? And I can give you a hint if you need it. Well, I'm, I'm not going to need the hint. Um I actually watched a lot of Buffalo Bills games uh, when I was a kid because the um, neighbor across the street was a Bills fan, and so we used to pay a lot of attention to the Buffalo Bills. Um, And thinking back, uh, you know, back to the early 90s, I'm going to go with Thurman Thomas. Yeah, you know, that's that's an outstanding guess. He won the league MVP in 91. And honestly, it wasn't even his best statistical season. In the following year, he followed it up with a stellar season, but ended up losing the MVP to Steve Young. How about you? What kind of trivia question do you have for me today? So mine uh, comes from more recent times. Uh, I have uh, the question being the last AFC East quarterback not named Tom Brady, to play in the AFC Championship game? You know, I think the better trivia question would be, can you come up with an AFC East trivia question that doesn't involve Tom Brady? But let's see. There, um, there, was, that, there was that guy, Mark Sanchez, who somehow, some way, Rex Ryan got their team to two straight AFC Championship games and just wasn't able to get over the edge because Mark Sanchez turned out to be just awful. Yep, uh, that's that's right. It's really crazy to look at, um, you know, the AFC Championship games from the last 10 years. Um, you have to go back that far to find uh, somebody uh, not named Tom Brady being a quarterback in one of those AFC Championship games. All right, so uh, I want to... Uh, thank you, um, Mr. Mayor, for uh, being involved in our first ever SIFT football. Um, do you have any last words? Yeah, you know, Professor, you know, you're always dropping that knowledge on us, keeping us honest, you know, keeping us really looking into that football knowledge that you disperse on everybody. And I really look forward to doing some preview shows and a little bit more of this with all the other divisions in football for the upcoming season which hopefully we get a nice full 16-game season. Yeah, for sure. So the plan is for us to do um, each one of these divisions, maybe a couple divisions a week um, going forward. So uh, I will talk to you later. All right. Take care. Okay, that's it for another episode of the SIF Podcast. Save it for the podcast. Um, Until next time, thanks.